Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 98th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and Audio Technica. I'm not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan 8bit. Joined today, my two partners in crime, Ali Hart, who can be found at Miss Ali Hart, and Salim Abraham, who can be found at Salim TD. Welcome back to the remote Hungry HQ for the 98th time, you sexy bastards. How you doing? I'm really good. You don't sound really good. That sounded deflated. Oh, this like we always joke now. It's almost close to my bedtime, so. I'm sorry. Sorry, that... Nana Hart. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel bad. I'm. I'm so sorry, Ali. We can go back to six thirty in the morning if that's better for you. <laughs> oh, could you? Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> How are you? Didn't, didn't mind the old Sunday session. That was uh, it was good. It got me up. I was you know ready to attack the day. Funnily enough, I went to bed afterwards, but... Yeah, uh, I was about to say, like, the intention was, was still there. wearing pyjamas, I was, like, fully dressed, so, I don't know, I feel like I was the only one that was ready for that podcast, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> uh, how are you, Brendan? I'm, I'm doing good, I'm doing good. Uh, the jet lag has finally subsided back on the uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time Zone again, so uh, it is currently, what, 7.21 in the PM here up in Bris Vegas, uh, but I'm on a high. I had a listen to that uh, 97th episode that you two and I, our boy Nato J, put together. Yeah. Fantastic. Maybe maybe uh, our best work to date. So uh, yeah, it was it was a good listen. Uh, and we're back here now in the studio on a Wednesday night, about to uh, hopefully make a bit more magic. Dream, how about you? How are you doing? That's it. Um, yeah, I've been really good, man. I feel like we haven't spoken. I know we spoke on Monday. But we haven't really spoken oh, in right. This weeks. is like the first, yeah. I just yeah. like I'm like, why are you guys acting like you haven't spoken in like forever? And we... now I realize it's because um, you guys haven't been on the same podcast in a while. I no, think. it has been it has been a hot minute. You've been the consistent. You are the the, the foundation piece these days, Miss Hart. We are just Always. the drifters, the constant rolling in and out you as the wind say. changes. You're the constant, Ali. Like a thorn in the side. You're the glue that binds us all together. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So, uh, yeah, it's it's. I can't remember. It's maybe been five episodes since maybe we've uh, been all in the same online room here, mm. uh, having a hell of a time. So it's uh, it's good. I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling a good energy in here, even though Nana Nana Hart's getting a bit sweepy. Hopefully, she hasn't had a sleepy time tea yet, and she's good to punch out an hour or so with us. I should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> have some brandy, Ali. Have some brandy. You'll be fine, Nan. Shout out to NATO for being such a good sport and jumping on um, mm-hmm. at a moment's notice, I think, for some of them as well. Uh, he was great. He's so good to have on. He's so infectious. I think that's the mm-hmm. best word to use for him. It's good because I've got two targets now. So, <laughs> oh, Well, see, it's interesting you say that because when I uh, have him in those episodes, I feel like I've got an ally. Uh, that I can I can um, go to for help, uh, and he uh, puts it on you talk. way worse than I 
I've ever done. So, mm. you know, frankly, I think you and I, Ali, we're friends now. The enemy of your enemy is my friend, something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some, like, uneasy alliance now where everyone's just yeah. ganging up against Nate OJ. Yeah. But you heard yeah. him in the episode. He doesn't take insults. He just, like, kind of swept them under the rug. Yeah, he's got some thick skin. I don't know what happens in the water over there in WA, but, you know, he's he's pretty immune <laughs> to this kind of stuff. He's like Teflon, that bastard. It's ridiculous. Bad, bad, he smiles through it. And, and he sounds like he... I know he does because we all know him, but, like, if you have never met this man, just you can tell from his voice, he smiles ear to ear all the time about fucking everything. It's almost annoying. Um, yeah, he, he, is, he is unnaturally happy pretty well all the yeah. time. Like... <laughs> Like, I'll, I'll come in and be like, ah, oh, it's a sunny day. And he'll be like, no, it's the sunniest day. And it's like, well, my day's ruined. Thanks, motherfucker. So, uh, <laughs> we yeah, love you, Nato. But, um, thank you, Nato. Yeah, we do. We really do. And, and thank you for, uh, you know, becoming part of this podcast and being our uh, now our super sub, as it were. Mm. Mm. But, uh, yeah, what else has been going on? What have you guys... It's funny. I'm looking at the sort of our, uh, our run sheet here. Too. And the first game that we've all been playing, uh, I, I guess we could sort of tackle this jointly. Mm-hmm. We've all been playing Fortnite this past week. Like, what in the hell? All right. Hands up. Like, who's actually been playing this on PC? And that's because that's me. And I, Brent. Me. Uh, see, we brought this up last week, Sam. What? Were you playing Fortnite on mobile? No. Oh. No. Who's playing Fortnite on PS4? Me. I was oh. playing on PS4. I didn't even um, think about the PS4. <laughs> yeah, no. So I I got talked into it um, by a friend, but I like you know you can't you can't swing a stick without hitting a story about Fortnite or it catching PUBG at the moment. So um, you know it was on my sort of to do list, and I love it. I'm really? having so much fun playing the game. Yeah. What, what are your Ooh. thoughts, both of you being PUBG um, of the PUBG persuasion? We'll say. I don't like that people run away from fights in this game. Or yeah. hide, sorry. Yeah. Do they? A, lo- a lot of sneaky sons of bitches in this game. Yeah, a lot of like, sneaky sons of bitches. Like, in PUBG, like, when you initiate a fight, generally, like, a person, they'll turn around and fight, or, you know, it, they're not too far away, but then in this, in I found, um, in my brief time, I will say, in my brief time in Fortnite, um... They would just like run off or just build a little fort. Yeah, it's it's got to be the build mechanic because that mm. build mechanic is the only thing that's different between these games. That and as far as I can see in Fortnite, there there are no vehicles. Am I wrong? No vehicles. There's no a lot vehicles. of vehicles you can smash to get material, yeah. but uh, no vehicles to drive apart from your bloody you know your glider to start with. Yeah. Um, so it's. That's got to be the reason why you think everyone's a coward. It's because they're just building stairs to get away or block or get over you or... You I'll, I'll say one thing. The um, None of those engaging... were digs, by the way, Ali. You looks at me like, what the fuck no, did no, you no, just no. say You're to like, me? You're like, oh, the reason why it seems like, you know, they're cowards is because they're building or they're running away. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly oh, okay. why right. they're <laughs> cowards. That's... But it's like, I mean, like tactfully running or yeah, t- tactfully running away, not just kind of like, ooh, got to run, got to run. You know, you know what I've noticed as far as like enemy engaging tactics is you have a shootout and they're like, I'm going to shoot, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump, I'm going to shoot, I'm going to jump. And that's all it is. You're in a, in a yeah. shootout and these guys are just bouncing around like a goddamn pogo stick. Yeah. And um, 
I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't have enough games under my belt to sort of put a firm opinion on if, if some of the, the game um, gameplay or gunplay more so is broken. But it felt like a few times I'd, I'd drop in and, and, you know, there seems to be almost like a four to one ratio of shotguns to everything else in this goddamn game. Yeah. So I, I, you know, pick up a, a green or a blue shoddy. So you think, okay, that's mid, mid to highish tier. And then I'll lose a shootout with a guy with a fucking grey pistol from like four meters away. And I sit there and I'm like, what in the fuck is going on here? Like, That's definitely um, one thing that I've actually talked about with a few people in the community is I'm like, I'm like, okay, look, I bought the game, I'm playing, but I feel like the gun levels are weird or a bit finicky and they, mm. apparently there's this whole like hierarchy with the guns, like regardless of color, you know, like... There's got to be a, like... Uh some math behind the jumping thing because i've seen um videos where people um suggest to jump so they say Mm. it's best to jump and like obviously it's moving your hitbox up and down which is always helpful but um it's got to be that you know the penalty for hitting the body as opposed to the head is just so much lower and that's why people are jumping that's what i'm assuming Mm. um but yeah people people, suggest to jump people jump in PUBG. i jump yeah it's normal i think yeah, it's um normal. the the added layer of buttons at your disposal because obviously you've got your build mechanics you can you can toggle between your guns to your pickaxe and then your inventory obviously is just wrapped down the bottom in the bottom right hand corner so you don't really have an expanding backpack that's one thing that took some adjusting where I'd pick up a gun or I'd see some bandage or the I can't remember what the sort of the armor you know the blue elixir you drink that yeah. gives you your armor yeah the shield. Um, so there is there is a big juggle aspect because what is it? I think it's only six items you can carry at yeah. any one time. Sounds Something like right. that. It's not it's not much. Um, and naturally, like jumping is, I kept forgetting to like pop my shield, like you know, pop that blue elixir. Um, I'd always have it sitting down there, and then oh, I'm dead or I'm down and stuff like that. But um, I like I like the aesthetic. It's yeah. sort of you know got a cartoony Borderlands esque look to it. Um, it's sort of got a bit of a Warner Brothers sort of environment that felt like I'm going through, Animania. you know, Animania. Yeah, that's that's sort of you know bang on the money as far as the description goes on it. But it's it looks good, it plays good. The the servers seem quick, like the the matchmaking super fast. Mm. I like that. Um, you know, comparing that to to PUBG, I like the the waiting lobby. Once you're in in a game, it's only like ten seconds on the aisle, and then you're on the bus. I like that as opposed to the 60 seconds or, uh, you know, 30 or 60 seconds, whether it be custom or open, uh, that PUBG has. So you're getting into games a lot quicker. You're hitting the ground running a lot quicker. Uh, it's a faster pace because you are pretty much just on the hoof the entire time. So yeah, I, I like it. I'm not very good at it right now. Um, I will persist. It's your build game. I, 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 it's all about yeah. like how, how well you can build those structures because there are, there are like little death towers and trap towers that people are able to build. It's crazy seeing the build times of some of the like PC players, um, how quickly they can build their little forts. It's bullshit. It's, it's bullshit. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd engaged in a few firefights last night and then I'd like sneeze and look back up and he's got a three-story fucking skyscraper now in front of me and I'm like, well, yeah. that, that engagement's over. I got a bit of go back here and hide behind the three bits of wood that i've collected like yeah. I, I kept forgetting about the the need to build or the necessity to survive via building so i didn't really advance in any of that throughout yeah. my playtime. i was just trying to run and gun i do yeah, 
I like that you can spectate your killer and then you can spectate your killer's killer. Hmm. So many layers. So many layers. But what what do you think, Ellie? Like, uh, will you go back? Do you do you think like obviously numbers say yes, it can hold a candle to PUBG, but do you think this thing's going to attach to you? Probably. So far, no. I like PUBG definitely. Like when like I first started playing that, I was like I was addicted. I wanted to keep playing. Like Fortnite, I played it last night for a couple of hours. Maybe because I wasn't playing with friends. I don't know. But, like, mm. I don't have any desire to play it tonight. So. Interesting. Okay. I'm the opposite. Uh, like, granted, I'm not as, like, deeply involved in PUBG. But I um, I just had a lot of fun playing Fortnite. And it just mm. seems so uh, accessible. Um, even with the build stuff, it's like, you know, with, after a few rounds, I'm already kind of top 15, top 10, and I don't feel like I'm really screwing up, you know? I, I feel like it's really hard to make a wrong decision. Obviously, you can die mm. quickly, but like, every plane that I jump out of, I always seem to land on top of a house, break the roof, and immediately under me is a gold chest. Uh, gold chest <laughs> it's ridiculous how rare are yeah. these things i don't actually know because every uh, single time i, I drop i find one they didn't yeah they, they weren't they're not massively rare but like truth be told a lot of the zones that rachel and i dropped into we didn't find many so a lot of the time we'd either be carrying around like trash gray weapons or like i'd still have a pickaxe for a little while <laughs> and so just like ha- hacking away also, <laughs> yeah yeah like swinging with reckless abandon I, I i um i want to keep playing and i want to know you know what the sort of pro level of mining versus combat versus hiding like what the you know optimal balance between those three things is mm. because at the moment i'm just kind of collecting resources willy-nilly not really co- like collecting to build anything specific i don't know how many i need um i only realized you know i realized way too late that you can swap between wooden versus brick versus you know metal yeah. uh, or whatever that took me way too long to figure out <laughs> um so I feel like there's a lot to explore in this game versus PUBG. I think PUBG, there's not a lot to explore. It's just really good at delivering what it is, which is it's a 100-man battle royale. And yeah. almost every game is going to be vastly different from the last because you're going to, you know, luck. It's all luck, really. And a little bit of strategy. I'm sure there's more strategy, but... I feel like Pub- um, not PUBG, um, Fortnite must be luck because... Well, how? All- Why? Well, because, like, all of last night, I was constantly in the top 10. Constantly. So, it's rankings very different. So, it'll rank you, like, 10, but really you're the 32nd person, um, like, left and you die. So, it must, like, bracket them in a way that, you know, top 10 is anyone who's survived to top 32 or whatever. And so then... the little counter? Oh, really? Top 10. Maybe everyone's like just really new. a little skull counter under the map. What it tells you you finished as, your place, is not what you were, like, in terms of the order of people oh. dying. Yeah. Hmm. Right yeah, in if I'm wrong, but I'm very sure it. that's right. I'm pretty sure that's correct. One thing, obviously, I haven't experienced personally yet, but I like the fact that they've opened this up to cross-platform play to goddamn everything. Like, mm. uh, I, I haven't played it yet, but I was talking to Shannon from Press Start the other day and he was playing on his smartphone with someone that was playing on their Xbox with someone that was playing on their PC. 
all in the one lobby. So that that kind of shit, I'm like, damn, you know, that's that's a well optimized game. Like, the yeah. Epic have done phenomenally with this game, bringing it to market. Uh, like, obviously, PUBG is still PC and Xbox only, no cross plat, no nothing. It's one or the other. Where this thing's even running on a goddamn iPhone or um, yeah, an Android. But there's an argument against cross um, cross platform play though, which is that it would be easier for people on PCs to pull off crazy shit than someone who's yeah. holding the phone. It's not Apple. No, it's not. Uh, Ali, it's not. Just, just, just wanted the... to ask on that topic too, Ali. Um, with PC, because they are using like the F keys and stuff for building, did you find that there was too many keys to sort of deal with on yeah. the keyboard? Like, I think that's probably a very um, simple thing for me to complain about really early on playing this. I know that there's a lot of people who have recommendations on changing the key binding. Because some people do say it's a bit janky. Um, being a female with nails, um, changing, doing the switcheroo with Q, which is right near my yep. W, is yeah. a bit iffy. But yeah, I, I'm sure with enough gameplay and enough, um, yeah, figuring out which key binding works for you, I, I think it's fine. I, I I played a few games on PC, uh, keyboard, mouse, then I switched to the old trusty xbox one controller and dream could probably confirm it too it feels really good on a controller because all your mm. um all your adjustments with your inventory is just the bumpers uh jumping from axe or pickaxe to weapons really intuitive jumping to your building and just pressing b it's really well mapped on a controller i found yeah it is it's it's a lot of input um particularly considering swapping between like different building formats or whatever like the stairs and the floor and the wall um, but once you kind of wrap your head around it, it yeah, it's quite intuitive. I, I've actually, um, I haven't had any problem with it, really. Um, yeah, it's good. Mm. Fair enough. Though. Yeah, it felt good. Felt good. Mm. So, so anyway, we should, we should we should we cl- should cross platform play, and um, I'll show you kids why it's a good game. Mm-hmm. There, there's also sure, a, but... a hot rumor out there that it is on its way to the Nintendo Switch as we speak. So. Portable Fortnite on the Switch, hell to the yeah! I, I'd snap it up on there. Yeah, I'm um, kind of tempted I, to get I, it on PC. Actually, after talking to you guys about it, um, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I, and like obviously it's free, and and apparently your Epic account, any any skins and things like that you've got will carry across all platforms. So on that note, I just got the shits with setting up an Epic account and just said fuck it, just tie to my PSN. And that's it because i couldn't work out i tried setting it up with an email address and it was like the email address is in use or the password's incorrect something like that and then no it was the password's incorrect and then i found one that had worked out the password got the password reset logged in and then it told me i couldn't use that account because it was tied to something else um yeah yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense. And that was after like 10 minutes of mucking around. So it's just like, well, fuck, I'm not going to play this anywhere else. And then I played it and I love it. And I'm probably going to play it somewhere else. So now I'm, <laughs> not, I'm really not sure after what I'm going ha- to do here. Mm. Um, yeah, well, well we mm. definitely need to tee up some cross-platform because I want to see how it feels Yeah, uh, bet- between all the platforms. Uh, I'll, I'll just jump in uh, on the back of Fortnite. been playing a bit more PUBG. don't want to dive too heavy. It's, it's the same old, same old. But I've also played... Uh, today and uh pubg mobile which released yesterday so it's the official pubg mobile 
phone game or tablet or, or mobile device. Uh, it's available on iOS and Android. Sadly, um, Fortnite, I forgot to mention earlier, Fortnite's only available on iOS at the moment and it's sort of closed shop. It's invite only where PUBG, free everywhere, readily available, download it right now. Uh, played my first game, got five kills and a chicken dinner on the old uh, iPhone 7 today. I so that's uh, a lot. I'm hearing You got a chicken winning. dinner on an iPhone first 7? Up. Yeah. Wow, son. You yeah, definitely I'll come like, a long way. You've come a long way. Yeah, it, it took some doing, man. A lot of, lot of hours in the trenches, a lot of uh, painful pants to the head and Superman punches. But um, like it, it felt okay, I guess, for a mobile game. Uh, it's, it's not the best thing you know, out there by any means, but it's a, it's a faithful sort of port to the mobile space. There is some assistance as far as they, they will give you a little bit of aim assist. It's not like they'll see an enemy and snap on. But like if you're sort of jumping around, you're shooting around the vicinity, it'll, it'll sort of just almost stabilize your gun a little bit. Sure. Uh, there's an option in there where it'll auto loot stuff. So it'll take a look at what you've got, uh, whether it be your armor, your, your guns, your meds, and see what you're low on. And if it's all around, it'll start auto picking up what's close to you. So that helped because obviously there's a lot of buttons on the screen uh, as far as crouching, jumping, going prone, running around and things like that. So it's it's pretty finicky trying to navigate on a little you know four bit inch screen. But um, it was fun. Played me and a bunch of randos from China or something, no doubt. But uh, yeah, debut game in, in this random squad. And we uh, we rolled our way to a chicken dinner. So that felt good. Hmm. Uh, second game I played, I came second uh, with six kills, I think it was. So it's, um, you just you just push, you just be aggressive. That's all I found. You just run into central zones and just go ham. Is this free? Good fun. Yeah, free to play. Free to play. I don't know if there's any facility to sort of squat up like you can do on the Fortnite app at the moment or Fortnite game on mobile, sorry. But mm. yeah, I think it's just completely rando squads and things like that. But it's fun. Good time killer. You know, nice little potential hashtag snap game. But uh, yeah. Cool. PUBG on the mobile. We'll have to give it a crack. If it's if it's free, you have to. I wonder what the plug mm-hmm. is there that like play the full version, maybe buy it and get the full version or is it microtransactions it'd be microtransactions i haven't i haven't seen um i didn't dive into sort of the back end if there was like uh, a, a store and things it's interesting though because they grade your your sort of gaming instead of it just being just straight off battle points like on the full-fledged game you get a ranking like you know f through to triple s like typically like an rpg and things like that or a level-based uh action adventure game so that so that's an interesting flair that they've added to it but uh yeah PUBG mobile mm. out now on the ios and the android for free it is nearly a gig download though it's like 900 meg or some bullshit mm. so just bear that in mind mm. what else you been playing big dog um man embarrassingly i'm not gonna talk too much on this one as well but i've been playing because i've been traveling a bit Played some more WWE Supercard. The the game that uh, keeps on taking. Yeah, I... Uh, I can I, I dropped ask... Another, I dropped another 30 bones on this the other day. Oh can, can I um? Can I ask... Are you... Did, did we get it right last week when we were talking about that transaction? It was like 50 bucks or something for five wrestlers. Yep. Okay. Yep, that's All paying right. on the money. Okay. No, that's cool. I, I just wanted to make sure because it seemed it seemed too dumb to be true when I was saying it. And I was like, no, nah, we've probably got this wrong. 
Oh my god! No, and and I read it and I sort of winced. I mean, I listened to it and I winced a little bit when you said it, and I'm like, "Fuck, I'm an idiot." What? Well, what's the Fuck. thirty? What's the additional thirty get you? Um, because I was, I you accumulate obviously credits in game, and I was just short on getting some some stuff for some limited spring edition card bullshit. It's it's a whole thing, but uh, yeah, thirty <laughs> thirty bucks got me. I think it was like fifteen hundred more of these cre- more of these coins or something like that. So. I've leveled up some stuff. I've got a pretty boss deck these days because I've been hustling this game like there's no tomorrow. But um, yeah, I'm done. I'm done dropping cash on this game. Pez, if you're listening to this, I'm done. You hooked me for a while. I'm out. I'll still keep playing. <laughs> but fuck you and 2K. <laughs> but I still kind of like the game. Uh, it, okay, it's a card game. Yeah. Right, okay. All right. <laughs> I kind of want to play. I'm getting a bit of FOMO right now. Don't. Like, I feel like yeah. I need to see what the fuck this guy spent 80 or 90, but probably way more. I don't know. I feel like you spent more than you're willing to admit on this, but I feel like I need to see where all this money went. Um, yeah. Obviously don't, because I'll probably blow just as much, if not more. Yeah, it's a son of a bitch, man. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestling crack. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Good, good. Ali. Mm. Mate? Well, I have been going at Overwatch a bit more. Um, I didn't actually get to play that new character yet. I think she only just got released. Bridget? Yeah, recently. I'm not she feeling f- her either, regardless. She, she hit She hit full game, I think, yesterday. Okay, that sounds about right. Mm. That sounds about and right. that's as of, you know, Wednesday today. So it's Tuesday or Wednesday. She, she's now available on all platforms. Yeah. I just don't know. So her um her class doesn't look appealing to me, unfortunately. Battle um, Healer. Hmm? Battle Healer is her like class, right? Yeah. Not feeling it. Um I, I don't mind it. I, I want to give her a go because like sort of reminds me like Lucio is a battle healer, in my opinion. He's in there in the, in the skin of it doing passive heal and I, I like playing Lucio, so I'll give her a crack. Yeah, oh, true. I do like playing Lucio of all healers, but I don't know. She just looks clunky. Um Looks thick. So, I've been playing a lot more Overwatch. Um, but not the good kind. Not, like, May kind. Um, I've been prepping for Overwatch because I'm completely rusty on Overwatch. Um, unfortunately, um, I used to be good. I like, like to think I used to be good. Was I You're good once? Good. You're pretty good. Yeah. And I'm definitely rusty again. So, I'm trying to get back in the groove. Um... And I want to perfect uh, Old Mother Russia, Zarya. Oh, you I'm want really to be the big Zarya. Yeah, big Zarya. But, um, yeah, like, and I'm trying to stay away from Junkrat because I'm finding the more I tell people that I play Junkrat, the more sass I get. It doesn't matter how many games I save. It doesn't matter how many end of, like, plays of the games I get. It doesn't matter how much I help the team. Why, like, why are you getting sass? Like, obviously he does, yeah, a lot of splash damage and mm. you can just sort of shoot your grenade launcher, you know, willy-nilly. Is is that why it is? Because I guess the, the learning curve on, on him as opposed to, say, a sniper, like a you know, sniper-based character I mean, is not as high? Is that what they're trying to get at here? It's pretty much they're having a go at a spray and play kind of... Spray, spray and pray, sorry. Um, kind spray of and play. I mean, yeah. that's essentially what you're doing. What everyone does. Um, so I think that's the whole, whole idea is that, you know, it takes no talent, it takes no, you know, effort into playing junk, right? You just like, you are 
just damaged, pretty much. You do I'm you. Say, it's a just do job. yourself, Ali. Don't worry about what they say. Don't worry about the haters. Mm. I know, but NATO NATO's I mean, only one guy. Like, forget what he says. I bet he's a Hanzo main or something anyway, that little <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm looking at this Bridget gameplay, and she looks really fun. She actually looks kind of mm. cool. Well, you can play her then. Yeah, yeah, I might. <laughs> I might. If I ever get back to it, I, I will. She's She's got, like, a cool flail, like a, a mace flail thing. Um, mm. Yeah. yeah Sorry, that's all I had yeah. to say on that matter. I'm, I'm keen. I'm keen. And we're still going to do this, uh, you know, road to ranked... Or whatever we're going to call it, mode in the next couple of weeks as well. Hopefully, you might even allocate some time next week to crack in if you two might be available. Yeah, spend def- a few hours ranking up and uh, dusting the cobwebs off on uh, Overwatch. Mm. Yeah, no, and that's the other reason why is that I didn't want to be involved in this uh, road to rank and then my <laughs> my main being junk. <laughs> I actually want to be like good at something else. So. Well, now you got two characters. That's good. Yeah, that's two. That's now you you got more utility. You can you know you can go on uh, damage or you can tank a bit. Yeah, oh. I've got to pick something else. So I really got to pick something useful. Is this the makings of potentially an esports worthy team? I wonder. Oh. I, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I think yes. Yeah. Oh jeez. I see it. No I see it. No pressure now. I'm going back to Junkrat. <laughs> um, the other game that I have been playing is called The Cat Lady. Now, I'm not sure if anyone's aware of this game. Probably no, not. I've just been waiting waiting for you to give us the rundown. I read it in the in the doc and I'm like, ooh. Oh. I need to know. What do you think it is? <sighs> well, there's no there's no sort of crazy or you know, other type of uh, adjective in front of cat. So maybe, maybe it's just a female cat. Maybe she's you know a, a, a highbrow cat in a in a world of uh, you know felines and dogs. You know, working on Cat Wall Street or some bullshit. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. It's sort of like a a physical cat humanoid type of character. Okay, Sam. What about? You? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was really out there. I, uh, I I really liked that one, Brendan. I'd play um, that game. What did oh, I think? I thought it was um, the cat lady from The Simpsons, and it was kind of like a point scorer where you throw cats at a target, um, like passerby children or something. I'm going to say Sam's the closest. Um, it's actually <laughs> very reminiscent. <laughs> it's actually very reminiscent of more like point and click adventures, where it's the story of this woman who um, is known as the cat lady because she is nice to the cats in her apartment. So everyone calls her the cat lady. But the main thing is, is that she's unhappy with life and she commits suicide. Now this isn't, this isn't spoilers. It happens within the first literally minute of the game. She, she, you know, attempts to commit suicide. And, um, it's about a story about how she makes a deal with, I believe it's called the Maggot Queen or Queen of Maggots. Jesus Christ. And to redeem her immortality, she goes into the, <laughs> I know, right? What? You guys were so far off. Um, she goes back into the real world and she has to, um, like, it's kind of like a kill contract. She has to get rid of these parasites of the world. And then, yeah, so it's pretty much like her going through life and she meets people and she deals... It is it is incredibly dark, this game. Like, I know 
mm. pretty much for the five first you know few minutes of me talking about it you're like no no shit who is but she killing gets, huh who is she killing parasites so really really bad people in the world like drug dealers and and sort of people like serial of that killers oh like, jesus christ yeah um wow but the story the story is great you have to pay attention to conversations you're having it's really dark the music is so good in the sense of just establishing like the environment and um the so far the story is really really good really really good um so it's kind of like an adult's point and click adventure this has a Um, nine out of ten steam rating this game see um released in 2012 oh wow and as you can see like if you're looking at it now you'll see that the graphics are not impressive at all um but that doesn't matter it really honestly doesn't matter because that story you just keep going keep going keep going keep going because it's it's a, it's a crazy story, and you just want to find out how it ends. And there's um, multiple endings, I know that. And then um, some people might be familiar with a game called Downfall. Um, these two link, so the stories kind of link up in the sense. like It's not like one directly after the other or whatsoever, but like two different characters, same universe. So um, wow. some people might be more familiar with Downfall. So, um, yeah, really, really interesting game. Sorry, it was really dark and I went down there, but, you know, I know there's some people out there that like point and click adventures and that sort of stuff. And like I said, more adult, great story. It's got a real neo-noir aesthetic. It's like black and white with Mm -hmm. real heavy red tones across for the blood on the walls and the doors. And wow, it looks great. Well, It it actually looks cool as shit. Yeah, and color is also, you actually bring up a good point, color is a very key thing about this game as well. Like, they re- the use of color and graphics is really good too. I recommend it. It's dark, it's heavy, but it's really well made. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, another sorry. curveball from Ali. <laughs> sorry, I just kind of brought that down a very dark tunnel, sorry. Never uh, a dull moment here. Uh. Same? Yeah, I'll bring us right back up. I've been playing Tekken, woo! But not just your regular Tekken. I know you guys are probably thinking, "Oh shit, here comes Sam talking more about that Tekken hobgob." Let's go back to the suicidal lady. Let's go back to the cat lady. <laughs> um, yesterday, so Tuesday, um, the twentieth of March was when the most recent downloadable character was made available, and it is none other than. The Crown Prince of Insomnia himself, Noctis Lucis Calum from Final Fantasy XV. And it is nuts. I don't know who that is. It is fucking nuts. It's the lead character from Final Fantasy XV. Yeah. It's the main guy. um, Who is not a fighting game character. Um, Oh, yep. Okay. I'm on board. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so to put it into context, uh, a Amongst Tekken's uh, roster of characters that are available in Tekken 7, there's now Eliza, who is downloadable content. She's from the Tekken universe, so she's a you know just another fighting game character. Then there's um, Akuma, who was available to everyone. He's not DLC, but he's borrowed from Street Fighter, obviously. There's Geese, who was the second DLC available um, from... I always get this wrong. It's either Fatal Fury or Final Fury. Or Final Fatal. You mean Final Fight or Fatal Fury? Final Fight, yeah, something like that. One of them. Um, 
but they, he's from a fighting game as well. He's got crazy fighting game mechanics and a special bar. Uh, and then there's Noctis, this RPG character who they've basically had to build from the ground up to be a fighting game character. He's really gimmicky and he's got a lot of cool flashy moves, but he's actually really simple as well. He's really easy to pick up. He's a lot like Katarina, um, who is one of the new characters in Tekken 7. It's all just like mashing the same button in a way. So with her, the joke is that it's like four, which is circle or B, depending on what you're playing it on. Like four, 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 and it's just like kick, 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 kick. With Noctis, it's two, which is like triangle or Y. And you just mash that. He just like slashes like crazy. Has he um, got the? I've seen like from the they, the reveal trailer. He's has he got like all the armages or whatever they are. Yeah, he does. Um, you don't quite. It's not like you select between them, but your moves, whatever they are. Um, like some will use the knives. Some will use the big um the big spear. Some will use like the short sword. He's got the warp blade ability. So if you press like mm-hmm. forward to it, like throws the sword really quickly at the target, like at your opponent. And then if it hits, you teleport and like do more damage. And that is nuts. Like that's so quick. And I got on yesterday and literally every match is a Noctis mirror match. No one's playing any other character except for Noctis at the moment. And they're all just like the characters with some significant distance between them, like you and them, and you're just sidestepping and like trying to bait out someone else throwing the warp blade so that you can <laughs> get on top of them. Um, but he's really he's really interesting. He's really safe in a lot of ways, um, but he's really simple as well. There's not It doesn't really feel like there's too much to him to pick up. Um, he's really fun. It's do actually the, a lot of fun playing him. Do the armages, um weapons when you do those moves where they come in does it take off health like it does in final fantasy or is it doesn't impact him anyway like that no yeah he doesn't have any sort of um any kind of meter he's just got his health bar okay so you know aside from every character's got rage so when your health um dips below a certain uh percentage you activate rage which means your attacks deal more damage and then you also unlock two abilities one's a rage art which is like a special move and then the other one's called a rage drive, which is just like an improved move that has like added, you know, frames. Like it'll, um, like it'll stun people basically on hit is the best way I can explain it. Um, so mm. you can get in there and have like a second hit or a clean launch or something like that, depending on your character. Um, so yeah, without getting too technical, Noctis is here. He's pretty cool. I think he'll be adopted a lot more widely than, um, the other DLC characters. I hope he will. Like, I think he's pretty cool. It's going to be interesting, interesting, sorry, to see what comes out of the next kind of week of Tekken because mm. um, you'll start to have what's, people What's revert. the feedback been so far? Like, has, like in amongst the, the fighting community circles, I know it's still pretty early, like it's what he came out a day ago, but yeah. what's Pit- the general feedback? What What are you feeling? You, you know, you got the you got the ear to the ground. Yeah, uh, pe- people like him. Like, again, I've never, there, there hasn't, I mean, when Geese dropped, no one, you know, you'd find it hard to find a geese match. Um, yeah. But with Noctis dropping, it's like, again, like I haven't actually played anyone who's not playing Noctis in the last 24 hours. Um, everyone's right onto this. And I think because he, he just looks fucking bonkers. Um, yeah, I think, again, I think he'll be a bit of a staple. Uh, he's like, he's an absolute eyesore as far as, you know, Tekken characters go. Just because mm. of... Black, right? Huh? Isn't he wearing all black? Yeah, it's it's more that like 
there's not really any Hadokens, there's not really any range moves in Tekken, and now all of a sudden we've got three characters that have them. Aside from like Devil's Laser Beams, I think that's really it. I can't really think of anything else off the top of my head. So like to have all of these characters now that can play range games um, in a 3D fighter that typically the range game was a lot closer. Um, whereas it, if you think it really of like- changes the meta. Yeah, it really does. And if you think about like Street Fighter, um, range is a lot further away. You've got characters specifically designed for range game. Um, yeah, it's not quite the same in Tekken. So this is a, this is another character that's sort of reinforcing this, this new fighting, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, this new character build, basically. Um, that's the best way I can say that at the moment with my case who, miss. who um if if you had direct control over who who the next downloadable character oh. could be to tech and who would you want to see in it motherfucking from, lay from Wu long whatever you i don't give a yeah, shit he, about anyone yeah, he, anywhere uh, else bring lay back it's a shame that he's gone you know yeah. the old uh the old what what nationality is he i know he's a police officer i think he's from hong kong yeah yeah nationality police officer yeah, no. He's... Well, that, that that's his that's his role. He was a gangster, like, and he used to roll lay a lot. He was yeah. one of the boys. I used to love lay. Um, it's weird. I you know I don't really know. There's definitely rationale behind why lay's not in there, and um, also like other favorites like Anna isn't in there. Army King apparently got killed off. Um, so did Wang Jin Ray got killed off. So I think it's all based on player stats, like what players were actually selecting from Tekken yeah. Tag Tournament 2. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. But that's not a good enough reason not to have motherfucking Lei. Lei's the best. Mm. Um, yeah, outside of that, I can't really think of anyone else I'd really like to see in there. Someone told me once that in like every game that Akuma's guessed in, uh, guessed it in, Ryu is typically in there as well. So we might get a Ryu. Maybe. Well, we've got bloody Ryu in freaking Monster Hunter World. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, Ryu's in Monster Hunter World and so is, so is Dante from Devil May Cry now. Actually. He just got announced the other day. Yeah, you can play him. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, you, you can Hadouken big giant fucking monsters. Oh, <laughs> my God. Mm-hmm. Looking this yeah, up it's, now. It's, it's pretty bonkers. Yeah, Ryu and, and yeah, Dante from Devil May Cry got announced. Might have been this time last week, I think. So you can play as Ryu. And you can Hadouken monsters. Yeah, it, it ties into you actually have to own Street Fighter Five and have an existing save on your PlayStation, like it's a Sony I've got, exclusive. I've got all of this. Yeah, so you'd you'd be able to if you had Monster Hunter World, you'd be able to to play as Ryu. Mad. All right. Okay. Anyway, sorry, I don't actually have Monster Hunter though, so I'll figure it out. You'll get there. Yeah. You'll get there. All right, so so that's what we've been playing. Should we uh should we make our way into the news? Let's. This week's news headlines. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to uh talk about today is Ninja, okay, Tyler Blevins, who mm-hmm. is breaking Twitch records left, right and center. Uh pretty well the king of Fortnite these days. Actually teamed up and streamed with Drake um the other day. Oh, so uh, obviously blue hip-hop royalty uh you know love him hate him whatever you can't you can't deny that he is uh, a global icon these days but uh drake of degrassi junior high fame uh streamed with ninja 
last week. And on the back of that, Travis Scott also came in and did a cameo. Mm -hmm. Juju Smith-Schuster, who is a wide receiver from the Pittsburgh Steelers, rolled in there as well. And uh, Kim.com, who obviously owns Mega Upload, so cashed out the wazoo, also popped in there as well. And uh, this turned into the largest single Twitch stream of all time, topping out at 635,000 viewers. Crazy. Woo! How much money did they? How much money did they raise for charity? Um, I don't know. I don't have any uh. of those metrics. Uh, but I guess backing off of that, like Tyler, Tyler Blevins or, or Ninja, as I guess we'll just call him for for now. Uh, he is the biggest thing on Twitch. Uh, he's he's making half a million dollars a month in Twitch subs alone, uh, outside of donations and things like that on top as well. But yeah, half a million US he's taken home a month at the moment. Uh, but he seems like a good guy. Uh, Ali, you might have seen the, the, the interview. Do you see the interview what? he did with sort of mainstream US media the other day? I did. They were sort of talking about how he got into it and very, very down-to-earth fella. Like he's been in this for a while. He started way back with competitive Halo, you know, many, many moons ago. Mm. So he's been grinding for ages. He has. And that's uh, a big misunderstanding from a lot of people that are very salty about his success at the moment. Mm. They don't understand that, it, you know, he has actually been working up to this this level. So it's nice. It's nice to see great representative uh, for, mm-hmm. like, gaming, um, Twitch communities and all that sort of stuff. He's a really down-to-earth guy, really straightforward. Him and his missus are very in, like, say, the public eye. Um, and, yeah, they just seem like really great down-to-earth people. I hope that we don't have some kind of, like, horrible story that comes from the darkness that usually happens when everyone finds someone that's reasonably nice on the internet but um the, the interview that he held um oh, what channel was it on it was like it was one of the big american mm. channels like cb like cbs equivalent like one of the big mainstream sort of top dogs for american media and yeah he, he was very well spoken handled every question brilliantly uh, yeah, obviously definitely. Uh, he's still very grounded, which I like to see. And, and he is a good role model for that space. Like they sort of said, you know, tell us about your upbringing and how you got into it. And he, and he emphasized, you know, I stayed in school. I did my university degree. I was juggling some cruddy job. And then I did this after hours. Like I looked at my future outside of this. And he, he emphasized that to like aspiring kids that wanted to do it. And I think that's something great. Then I hope a lot of these, you know, young young people out there that are trying to be the next big streamer you know, yeah. take that kind of stuff on board we need positive um, role models out there for the kids for the yeah. kids for, for the, the kids, kids. but um, Lord knows dream... there ain't good ones out there yeah but I'm, I'm i, I forgot to model. mention before dream they, they i think they raised it was over a hundred grand last month for sort of a suicide prevention uh outfit in america as well fuck yeah so they're they're donating and raising a lot of money and bringing a lot of awareness to some some pretty sensitive topics that do need you know more 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 attention and care so so they're doing good like and it's great to see it's it's great yeah. to see like he, he is sort of bucking the trend of a lot of these other streamers you hear about like on the back of this you're now seeing the the paul brothers you know jake paul mm. that the lesser famous one of those two marginally i guess uh has now started up team 10 gaming and he wants to get into gaming and, and having a Fortnite team and try and take over the twitch world now so what? Yeah, on one hand, we've got Ninja saying and doing all these great things, and then we've got the Paul brothers going through Suicide Forest laughing at dead bodies. So, uh, 
yeah, it's, you know, one end of the spectrum to the other. Uh, but it's it's good to see. And it's, it's a nice, positive story. And I hope a lot of kids out there you know, hold, hold him in high regard. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm just... I worry about the community. Um, but Twitch is pretty what? good, T's and C's, terms and conditions. Um, the rules, they're usually good at really implementing them, but then with old mate Jake Paul coming in, it should be interesting to see exactly what colours Twitch bleeds when it comes mm. to uh, upholding community guidelines and stuff like that. So Yeah, and, and like even though in a roundabout kind of way he's trying to say he's going to do good with this gaming team like they were just clickbaity on on one of their latest videos anyway then they did like the largest single one-off donation on twitch where they dropped like a hundred thousand dollars to a streamer and it was like oh it's one of my favorite streamers and it was completely set up anyway because the streamer had car- cameras all over the place been able to capture his reaction and we and it was one of his mates so i'm curious to see afterwards if you boomerang that payment and said hey you know we made a good video they even used a ninja um, icon in the in the thumbnail to sort of try and drive further views and, and get that clickbaity action going on. But yeah, those Paul brothers, I don't know. I don't know. Aggressive scum and villainy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let's see where Twitch community goes with this one. Mm. Yay, good people. Yeah. Boo, bad people. 100%. 100%. But I'm, I'm curious to see who the next big celebrity crossover is going to be. Hmm. who's going to come guest on a stream next who would you guys like to see dr disrespect right it'd be him and someone yeah yeah i'd I'd love to see david attenborough get on a stream (laughs) just commentate live you know PUBG gameplay or something like that that would make my day my goodness (laughs) i'm trying to what about you dream who do you want do dr disrespect i i I have no horse in this race i can't think of anybody who would enhance the (laughs) twitch experience for me enough Maybe Airbud. Sam's been so quiet. Maybe Airbud. I I saw like a meme yesterday about how they, um, like in the NBA, NBA, they had Airbud come on and commentate one game, and it was just like Airbud barking into a mic. Maybe that'd bring me on. I'd fucking watch that. That'd be cool. I'd I'd probably watch it at least for a couple of minutes, and then yeah. But it has to be Airbud, not like a Twitch streamer's Mm. dog, because there's a billion of those. Right. Random, random tangent, but ties in. Uh, today, uh, the, the, the TV in the bedroom was left on and it went to sort of a screensaver mode, black screen with little Samsung icon bouncing around, you know, as you used to see on the old DVD players. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Chester was sitting on the bed and he absolutely went crazy, hated the Samsung logo, barking his head off trying to attack the television for some reason. So, uh, yeah, Chester's not a fan of the old Samsung equipment that, uh, you know, we Damn. decided on. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was weird. Well, you've so got, you got to take it back now yeah i know i don't know if they'll accept it you know due to dog hate but uh we'll see i'll, I'll call you tomorrow <laughs> Pertel, see what you can do for me <laughs> okay okay so uh the next bit of news comes via way of polygon and uh ubisoft now free from uh vivendi via way of uh you know selling selling their various stakes to tencent and a few other uh subsidiaries as well as as most people probably in the gaming space know this has been a bit of a water cooler topic a bit of a boiling point for for years now where vivendi have been trying to almost hostile takeover ubisoft since uh acquiring uh that 27.7 percent stake in in the uh in ubisoft as a whole they're buying up shares left right and center from all other little subsidiaries so 
yeah, they've, they've since sold off. Uh, it's it's a win-win, I think, uh, and probably from, from Vivendi's side as well because they spent 794 million euros over the past three years buying all these these stakes in Ubisoft. And now they're selling all that stake for 2 billion euros. So they've made a, a nice oh. little profit. Um, you know, mm. doubled their money in a bit. So it's uh, it's not small small change. And um, we'll see we'll see what happens as far as where Ubisoft land now. Um, I think they're very happy. Uh, Yves Guillemont, who's the CEO, seemed to be pretty pretty excited about having more control back into the company and be able to steer that direction long term. You saw how emotional they were, bloody last E3 and things like that when they when they announced uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two yeah. as well as a couple of other games. Um, so it's nice to see that. They'll be steering their own ship and running their own race again. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you, do you have much of a stake in this type of thing? Do you care? Completely honest, when it comes to this kind of like back-ended dealings that are going on with like software companies and gaming companies and all that sort of stuff, I kind of like stay out of it. I'm not really knowledgeable on like these kind of processes. All I know is I only ever hear about when they get shut down. So when studios get shut down and it's never pretty, mm. so... I don't. I just. I've never been terribly invested in any any Ubisoft games. I think is the only reason why. I, like I'm just, and not to say that you know there's anything wrong with Assassin's Creed or anything like that, but it's just like I'm, I was never an Assassin's Creed guy. But I feel like if you were a fan of that series, you would very much be invested in this because that series has been hit and miss forever. Um, and, and like it's decisions like this that actually filter down or trickle down into the creative process. So yeah. yeah, I feel like like if it was Bandai Namco, for example, I'd I'd be probably a bit fucking interested. Um, yeah. Or if it was you know, Blizzard you. or if it was you. Activision, I'd, I'd I would certainly be more interested. But now it's just like, eh, you know, it's mm. not my crew. Yeah. One one of the ones that I thought was interesting, as far as one of the two new groups that came in as as you know, quote unquote long term investors, is the Ontario Teachers Pension Plan. So it's an independent organization that obviously administers pensions for about 318,000 of uh, Canada's teachers. So it's nice, obviously. That can't uh, have a lot of you... money, though. That cannot be a big fund. I don't know. I reckon I know. at best that would be... Or what do they sell for? $2 billion. Yeah, so, that, so oh. the, the, teachers, the teachers plan bought uh, 3.4% of the shares. Right. Okay. So, so they sold obviously their t- near twenty eight percent for two billion euros. Wow! So it's it's still it's still multi million dollars. You know, maybe I don't know. My maths is going to be way off here, but let's say thirty million euros, something, give or take. Yeah, it's still a lot more than a ham sandwich. That's true. I'm just more worried about them investing teachers' money. Yeah, they would invest. The, the, the teachers' money isn't going to live and die on on Ubisoft, though. It's no, it's, uh, they, they've seen it's the a diversified in, uh, portfolio. Ellie, they they saw that announcement for uh, the Division Two the other day and went, "Fuck, we want in on this gravy train, people. Let's do it." Mm. Unless these teachers start um, getting kids to play Assassin's Creed as some kind of history lesson. It's factually Ooh, correct. Touché. All of it. I like that. I like, like, I'm loving Assassin's Creed Origins right now. I still haven't finished it, but I'm loving that journey. Assassin's I'm Creed loving 2, that whole... just make it a curriculum. Yeah, Assassin's Creed 2 is one of the best. It's certainly mm-hmm. up there as the top dog. Okay, so moving on, we've sort of glazed over this first part talking about 
Fortnite and PUBG available on mobile platforms. Uh, as I mentioned, Fortnite is iOS only at time of writing, and the only way to get into it is via an invitation. So uh, you could register your interest via the Epic Games website, jump onto a, onto a waiting list and things like that, or game, players in the game could extend an invite. But other than that, you can't actually download it off the, off the marketplace. Hmm. PUBG, Android, iOS, free to play both of them. But our Fortnite Mobile has made over now 1.5 million US dollars in the first three days uh, since this game hit the marketplace. Obviously, in people game. buying skins or, yeah. uh, you know, the... the um, what's it called now? I'm having, pickaxe. I'm having a complete mental blank. Pickaxes and things like that. So $1.5 million in microtransactions for Fortnite in three days in the US via a limited invite only. That's That's big time. That's bonkers. Like, who's actually dropping that money for... Oh, then again, hang on. We Did we establish that the mobile game, your skins in that crossover? I don't know if they do on the mobile, but I know they do on PC to console. Okay. I was just going to say, slightly suspect. Mm. Um, yeah, that's weird. That, that figure is really weird. Because, yeah. like, how many people do you know that's playing Fortnite on your, their mobile? A lot. A million dollars uh... worth at least. I know two people. Sam, I'm gonna smack you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know two people. Yeah, I only know like a small I, handful. I so. I think that uh, Fortnite is popular. Like, oh, that was kind of the understatement of the evening. But like, my boss plays Fortnite with his son, and my my boss doesn't play games. But he, on more than one occasion uh, in the last two weeks, has told me about how he's playing Fortnite with his son. And it seems like for PUBG's kind of, um, you know, like Dukes of Hazard style gameplay and, you know, sort of crude in-jokes, it's like Fortnite is the family-friendly counter to all of that. And- I don't know. I've jumped on the voice chat in PUBG. I'm pretty certain I'm being playing PUBG with some other people's sons. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm sure that. you are, and I'm sure they're thrilled. Um, but what I'm saying is it's like, this is, this it's, is it's like a, a family, family friendly, friendly game. version. Yeah. This is like, this is a game you could put in front of anyone from, I'd say seven up. And yeah, my, my younger sisters play Fortnite. Your what? My younger sisters play Fortnite. They're yeah. both, you know, under 16. Um, yeah. And, and playing it, playing it this week for the first time, you know, I don't see issues with that. I don't like, you know, yeah. you see PUBG where it is a lot more gritty and, and mm. realistic and blood splatter and things like that. We sort of go, maybe, maybe not young child, but Fortnite it, it has got that sort of childlike charm to it. Yeah. And then throw in on top of that, that it's free to play. So the barrier to entry for those people is so much easier. Parents aren't going to complain about that. Um, it's like, it's, it's popular. It's fucking definitely big. Um, and it's a great game and better than PUBG. According to this Ooh, guy. Ooh, hot take. Yeah. Oh, there he goes. He was yeah. bound to say hot it. take. Hot okay, take. so uh, the next the next bit of news ties into a game that was literally released twenty four hours ago, thirty six hours ago. Uh, sea of Thieves. Are. Yeah, depending on where you are. Uh, sea of Thieves has uh, now hit the video game oceans and uh, getting rave reviews. Uh, gameplay out the wazoo. Plenty of highlights on YouTube and. Every man and his dog and woman and child is streaming this game at the moment. Uh, there was some issues at, at launch, especially 
for uh, obviously such an online dependent game there was some some server load problems uh, struggling to handle all those uh, concurrent users from what i'm hearing they have since addressed that and fixed that and stabilized those servers so the uh, cinnamon beard and graybeard errors hopefully gone Hmm. I don't know. Like, like I said, I heard that there was still some more issues about people um, jumping on today, but that could have just been them um, shutting it down for a bit to um, to fix these issues. But mm. like, some of these issues are not just like connection issues. There were also some payout issues, friendly matchmaking issues. So, um, you know, there's there's been actually a lot of um, back and forth for this game. Um, a lot of people snarkily saying that maybe it is underwhelming. Um, it is too easy. It is boring. Is like this is the other side of the coin that um, is definitely on the loudspeaker. So yeah, like from from what I've what I've seen, sort of just gauging. I still haven't played it. I've got it ready to go. Uh, but from what I'm gauging, just from what I'm seeing in you know Twitter feeds and things like that, is playing as a squad hell of fun. Can sort of be a little bit easy, but a few people rolling solo on those uh, on those seas getting smashed repeatedly and then just like getting spawn camped and just spawn death spawn death spawn death so it's sort of one end to the next as far as user experience is going um you've been watching a fair amount of gameplay ali have you have you um dream have you watched much encountered anything much what's your thoughts on the whole sea of thieves thing uh i conceptually love it and i always um often to my my own down downfall i don't know is that what i'm trying to say here i often come into things too late but i i hate jumping in at the first um in the first instance because often people are terribly disappointed and uh this sounds like maybe that's gonna happen based on what you guys are saying i think it's cool though like i i don't understand how it can be too easy if you're it's like it's a social game it's like minecraft like minecraft isn't easy to do if it's pvp because everyone's on a level playing field right mm. isn't it that's what my understanding of this game is it's like everyone's on the same playing field you're fighting for treasure and shit and there are skeletons but like there's a pvp aspect to it where you're punching on with other people in ship battles and stealing their treasure um no stop me if i'm like wrong I mean, I think that there are going to be certain stages where I believe you can upgrade your weapons and such. So there is going to be, you know, more um, higher leveled players and um, probably more put together strategic teams, which I guess is just bound to happen. Mm. Yeah, that's an MMO. That's every MMO. Yeah, Um, there'll there'll be definitely, obviously, high level end game content and things like that. Yeah. Um, I, I I haven't sort of jumped into it yet, so I don't have much of a horse in the race but i am pretty hyped to get I'm in gonna, this week and sail the seven seas bring up a certain point that came up for me unfortunately which was um everyone was talking about buying this game and in australia it's a hundred dollars this game is a hundred dollars in australia it is um, yep i'm sorry i really did not feel like paying a hundred dollars for this game um yeah but but what did you do can't believe i fucking did this actually um i bought the well actually technically i'm trialing the xbox game pass hey that's a good Um, idea why is that a bad idea it's more of a thing because i was like remember last week when we kind of came up that you were shitting on pokemon go and you know that came became a thing 
a while back, I was kind of shitting on the Xbox. Oh, right. Like, I that's see. That's true. No use for that's it. That's oh, true. No, just, you know what, Ali? Just like fucking duck and move, man. Don't worry. They can D- never yeah. catch you. <laughs> duck and dive. Um, throw a wrench. Um, but so I grabbed it. Um, then proceeded to, although it was kind of difficult because I thought I would be able to do it through the Xbox app on my phone so I could just get it starting to download. No, you can't. It will only make you download the Xbox version. So I had to get home to my PC, jump on Microsoft Store. It acknowledged that I was trialing the Game Pass. And then it's just like, oh, you can install this game now. And I'm like, oh, shit. Mm. So currently installing. Um, still still not feeling great about it. Like I said, I've been watching some streams. I've been seeing people who are kind of creating their own story, their own dialogue, their own adventure, and they're having fun. Um, but then I have seen a lot of people that have either tried to do the solo and had a bit of a struggle with it and then, or they got, you know, matched up with randoms and didn't enjoy it as much. So, but this is a you game. know, I guess it is going to be what you make it. Yeah. This is a really highly anticipated game on day one. So like, I think you got to wait a little bit longer, let things kind of simmer down a little bit. And then that's probably going to be the indication of what the player experience will be long-term going forward. Um, Things are always, like, server issues. There's always server issues on day one. People are still figuring the game out. The game itself is trying to find its own etiquette and how players interact with one another. Like, that, all of that stuff, just give it, like, a little bit and then see how you feel. Uh, Especially because it's such a social game. Like, it's, it's heavily relying on you to interact with other people and on those interactions, whether they're friendly or not. Um, whereas that, like that's that's something like wow something like even monster hunter well like none of that is anywhere near as social it's purely putting you in front of quests to do things very specifically this is more like fucking go for it you're a pirate yeah i, I just wanted to add on to the back of that too uh, i got an email from uh xbox like uh, slash microsoft's uh, au uh press agency here on on, on our shores and they've released uh, a thing called the Sea of Thieves Sing Us a Shanty Service. So, um, you know, going to uh, via a link on Eventbrite, which uh, went live today, you can actually request to have uh, an actual pirate-based band called Captain Hellfire and the Wretched Brethren watch you live stream. And as you're embarking on missions or, you know, sailing the seven seas or fighting a kraken, they will sing along live and adjust their song to suit your experience. Then you can record that and have that forever. Wow. Which is insane. Like, I've never heard anything like this in, in, in gaming before. It's a good before. way of um, good way of saying what that is. It's dumb as balls. Yeah, but I, I think it's I think it's fantastic. <laughs> it's cool. Though. Like it's cool as shit. It's, it's, it's dumb good. as balls. It's nice to offer, but a bit out there. It's like when um, Firewatch offered to print out the photos you took in the game and send them to you. Camp or whatever they're called. I forget. Like Campo Santo. Campo Santo. It is Campo Santo. Shit. Yeah. 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 But Thank like, fair, the, the, I think the photos is one thing, but, you know, we could, let's say us three were on a pirate ship in that game and, you know, I could I could push one of you off the edge or kill you or oh, whatever. I don't know what all the mechanics are about, but Such like that, that song would adjust on the fly. Um, and it, it'd evolve and suit what we're doing. And, you know, maybe they'll incorporate some of the things we say in the game via the voice chat. So I, I like it. Yeah, it is stupid, but I think it's great. And it's customer service. It's it's geeky and it's, yeah, niche, 
but it, for core fans of this game, I think it's fantastic. So do they? Sorry, do they? Um, like, do you get to do it yourself in a way, or do they pick what you say and then do it? No, like they're literally like the way it I works. I think they come is, up with the lyrics. Yeah, via, via the Eventbrite link that went live this morning, uh, you could register a request a session time for when you wanted to potentially stream with your mates. And this band, Captain Hellfire and the Wretched Brethren, will watch you live as you play it, and they will sing based of what you're doing. So you could just be drinking on on your ship or whatever else, or you know, run into other ships or pillaging and all that kind of stuff, and they'll sing along and play along to whatever you're doing. That's cool. Soundtrack to your Sea of Thieves life. Yeah. There's clever Stop people out there making money, man. I fucking respect that. <laughs> I'll sing your old shanties. I'll make a buck. Yeah. $20. 20 <laughs> Alright, moving You're back on. from Kuala Lumpur, Brendan. You're not there anymore. Can't do it. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's like that. Okay, so the, so the last two bits of news, I didn't want to dive too heavy, more so just as a, a... What were you calling it? Dream? Rapid fire, I think, way back when. And then you also had like Salim Dream's hot takes and... In, in a few episodes back, the, the, the sort of... Oh, the questions. Quick questions. Yeah, the questions. I like them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, they were so, hit with uh, you, were they, Ellie? <laughs> <laughs> they don't hit me with a fucking up, banger the other day. Something about Kuala Lumpur, I forget. Actually. Um, but anyway. I think it was something about Oompa Lumpas in Kuala Lumpur. Oh, Nato, if you're right. listening, write in. Or tell us <laughs> next time you're on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, the HTC yeah, anyway. Vive Pro has unveiled its pricing structure so it's 7.99 US dollars and uh all Vive Pro units ordered prior to June 3rd will come with a 6 month subscription to Viveport so Viveport is their game pass equivalent almost where there's 400 pieces of content on the Viveport um you know storefront and you can you can play 30 of those titles each month up to 30 I think over that six month period so i think it's capped at five titles a month or something like that bizarre but you know you're still getting a free experience for 30 games uh they've also lowered the price by 100 bucks on on the standard htc vive and that's effective immediately so it's down to 499 us dollars um but yeah i'm keen i want the vive pro i think i'm gonna pick one up oh shit you should do it brendan and look if anyone tries to stop you you fucking punch them and you don't stop right punching the, them until you right get an assault dick. charge and some, some handcuffs on. Yeah. Okay. But no, I really want one. Like, I, I love my PS, PS Pro, uh, PSVR with the PS4 and stuff like that. But I want that next level mm. of VR immersion. So I'm going to be getting in on the uh, Vive Pro when it drops later this year. Well, I want you to have it. So I'm rooting Thanks, for man. you. I'm rooting you for you. You just fucking want to use it, Sam. I know you. Let me tell you, the guy lives in another state. Business trips, Actually, mate. yeah, by you the time you bought a we'll ticket down, and all that sort of stuff. We'll swing it. We'll work it out somehow. We'll, you, we'll, do, we'll put it all on the 8-bit expense account. Done. Yeah, nice. Just don't tell the boss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so oh, the, last, uh, the last bit of news, the, the press release is longer than, you know, the freaking bass straight, so we won't go into too much of it, but uh, Atari have officially unveiled their new console, the VCS, or the Video Computer System. Um the naming is uh, a little bit uh, you know out of date just like Atari I guess 
uh, they haven't gone into a whole amount of back-end specs as far as what it can do, but um, accompanying the Atari VCS, they also brought out the classic joystick uh, from you know the Atari, early Atari years as well as the modern controller prototypes. Uh, yeah, they're excited. They are still trying to kickstart and crowdfund some of the uh, development and the release of this console, which I think is a bit interesting. They, uh... But they are talking about it being much more than, I quote, uh, a retro box. Um, it's going to be a completely connected Atari device designed for today's living room, as it says in the uh, in the presser. So uh, take that as you will. Uh, you see the photo of it, like I aesthetically. That obviously they're they're paying a bit of homage with the uh, the wood grain on the on the front there, and it's it's pretty slimline. It looks like one of them cheap shit Foxtel boxes. Yeah, like the HD yes. ones. That's exactly what it sounds like. Looks like. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, I, and I still don't get what it is. Does it play just Atari games? Is it plays Atari games, but there's also talk of it playing a lot of third-party games, a lot of um, good quality games. It'd almost be like like a what was that bloody not like a Steam, Steam Link. Link? Yeah, maybe oh. like a Steam Link actually. Maybe like a Steam Link <laughs> <laughs> where yeah, we'll we'll sort of take the PC experience into the in the lounge room and things like that. So they, mm. they do say it's got some grunt and it'll be able to handle modern games, as they like to say, but it will also have that extensive Atari back catalogue that uh, everyone knew in yesteryear. So Atari VCS, the video it's so shit. System. Yeah. What do you guys think? Like, is this of any interest? Would you nope. buy this if it's at a respectable price nope. point? Do you think it's going to die a very quick death. Well, what do you reckon? What, what do you think a respectable price point is, just on what you know? I would say... 300. 300? Yeah. Max. I was going to say 250-ish. 185. 185. Feels like we're playing the price. I don't know. Right. I was going to say... Sort of price is right kind of vibe there. Like, thinking of the same lower. thing. Isn't that cute? <laughs> I don't know. I think that um, initial impression, Xbox controller, uh, it looks like an old ugly as fuck, um, like radio, like that wood grain kind of front finish reminds me of like really (laughs) old TV cabinets. Um, It doesn't, it just doesn't look cool. Like it doesn't look good. And I don't know what the hell you'd play. Yeah, it does. It doesn't look like anything impressive, to be honest. Um, I've, I've never had current. any interest in like, the other micro machines that they've released—the SNES and the Mega Drive. Like, I didn't buy those, so but like, I'm not the person. Who, who are you is- marketing this to? Like, who? What parents going to look at that and think, "Oh, that looks cutting edge." Like that looks like the Xbox and PlayStation my son keeps yeah, complaining like, about. Like imagine having this in like a, a high end lounge room where you've got all you know modern furniture and you know slimline televisions and a yeah. PS4 and an Xbox. Then you've got this old wood grain beater sitting in there. But it's a very specific aesthetic that they've they've I gone mean, with. Look wise, it doesn't look terrible. Looks awful, Ali. Looks fucking awful. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to help it out here. Like it doesn't look. You don't, have to, you don't have to sell it, Ali. It's okay. It'll sell itself to Nothing the plus more. 50 year olds or whatever. Wow, that was me being retail. ageist. Um, How funny is it, though, that they're asking for crowdfunding, though? Well, what? Yeah. yeah. Like, like and, and I'm scared. Like, that price point we said, 
I remember seeing something in the rumor mill a few months back, and I think we initially talked about this maybe before Christmas. And I think the price point was like five, six hundred bucks. It was something bullshit. So, and if that's still the case, I think this is going to be you know dead before it even gets in the stores. Yeah. Mm. Who's asking? If it does for get this? in stores, maybe they're just going to keep it completely crowdfunded and then just you know via e-commerce only. Maybe they're going to keep this out of a an EB or a JB maybe or a GameStop. Ones. Who but, knows? But is anyone asking for this? You know what I mean? Nope. I am not. I do not care. I've realized this now because my SNES Classic Mini I use as a door weight when I stream. That hurts me a little bit. I fucking I would have kept that. <laughs> that's so. It's a good little machine. Buying it at a ridiculous price. It's a good machine. But that said, I recently learned how to put together Raspberry Pis. So like now it's it's actually kind of fucking easy. Um, the world is yours, man. You can make so many amazing things can, with those little kits. I can hacksaw so much right now. I'm gonna be the greatest <laughs> black hacksaw. Cred just went back down. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Let's uh wait. Let's move Are on we... to the final. What? Oh, sorry. Can yeah, I... sorry, Dream. I know you chucked something in there. No, well, sorry, look, man. I'm not actually too crash hard about. Like, I mean, like I wasn't, you know, too hard to talk about this really quickly. Bardock and Broly are coming to Dragon Ball Fighters. One thing I actually thought would be interesting to pick your brain about, Brendan, was that did you see the Soul Calibur Six reveal trailer for um Geralt? G- G- what is his name? Gerald. Yeah, Gerald. Ger- Gerald. Witcher. Yeah. I liked it. I, yeah. lo- I love me some Witcher. Like we we talked about this on an episode with NATO. I think Dream, you were you were off that one, and yeah, I'm I'm keen. Geralt's one of my favorite like characters. Period. You know, I've I haven't read all the books yet, but I've read one of them. Um, there are books. And I've played all three of the games. Yeah, that's what The Witch is based off. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's based off a off a book series. Wow, um, I didn't know that at all. But yeah, he's he's just a fucking straight gangster. So you put him in any game, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm sold." Take, so you're going to play Soul Calibur Six with me? I'll play. I, I can't play promise it? I'll be any good. Uh, I actually so I'm not very like good Soul at Soul Calibur games. Like, I, I enjoyed it because obviously they had one of the first games that did like armor degradation and, and stuff would break off you as you're getting smacked up. I really like that sort of element to it. Um, mm. I think so, so yeah, I'm down for some Soul Calibur Six. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They've uh, they own that that space now. <laughs> Mint. Mm. alright cool glad just wanted to get your reaction apparently you already yeah, gave it nah. sorry so sorry that's nah, okay I think at the time when we recorded it was just rumoured that he's going to be in something and we didn't know exactly what so it's cool that he's actually you know come out of the come out of the uh, woodwork there and, and now mm. he's, a, he's a character in Soul Cal 6 looks good mm. Mm. yeah they, yeah he looks pretty pretty cool he's got um like Igni the, yeah, he's got his he's got his signs. Yeah, it's cool yeah. how they Igni, can incorporate which is obviously that. the fire sign and stuff like that. Yeah, they did so, that, no, they did cool. a good job with that with Noctis as well. Actually, like he's got fire magic and shit, and he's just teleporting everywhere. It's cool that they can bring those sort of um, mechanics that make the characters, you know, who they are into the fighting. Hundred percent and translate 100%. it. I'm I'm just gonna be real curious if they have any like voiceover work with him where he's just this hyper-sexualized badass that he is from the Witcher series where he's like you know hitting on female characters in game or something old fuckboy girl I'll play that yeah (laughs) (laughs) alright so uh, let's let's move into the final uh, segment of the pod iTunes review of the week and this this review sorry comes to us via way obviously iTunes uh, by user 
Roland91 giving us that tasty five stars. And uh, the review headline itself reads, The Hungriest Listener. So is he hungry for more THC? Is he just hungry in general? Maybe he hadn't had breakfast when this review was written or lunch? We do tell people to stay hungry, so he's Mm -hmm. the hungriest. Mm. So I like that. He's he's on brand. And Mm. uh, the review reads... First time, long time, but felt the need to write a review after nearly two years. Really enjoying the new dynamic with more of a hot seat style, rotating in, NATO has freshened up the show, and the back and forth between all of you makes a great listen week in, week out. Will we be seeing more variety in hosts slash guests in the future? Question mark. Thank you for delivering rock solid content week in, week out. Roland Nato, can you please stop getting your friends signing to off. put in reviews? <laughs> that was my I'm first kidding. thing too. I, I saw his name there and I'm like, who does he know? Yeah. Who does he know named Roland? <laughs> Go I through Nato's friends make list. Me, make me look No, cool. I agree. I agree. It was fun having Nato on. Mm, yeah, I'm, I, I like it. And I think this is something we did talk about a little bit offline in between sort of our down months about maybe having a rotating chair here or there or or looking to bring someone else in as a more permanent fixture so maybe these are those first steps to that uh that next evolution of the thg yeah it's definitely something we've considered but obviously as listeners would know we've got to be careful with who we have on here because we want to make sure that they blend and the banter goes really well we need to we need to do like the listeners we need to reality tv show it We'll have like NATO. Explain. Well, just like, like NATO and like a few other contestants get together for their chance to be um, the podcast you know, THG's next <laughs> co-host. Like you can't just give it to them. We can get ratings, guys. Ratings. Mm. Think about it. You're oh. fired. You're fired. I'm all for <laughs> it now. Yeah, the podcast apprentice. Maybe we can film a parody skit. Podcast one day. apprentice. Podcast bachelor. Oh, I'm damn. all for the podcast bachelor. I don't know how that works. Logis- like logistically, it makes no sense. But I'm Celine all for it. Celine Dream, will you take this <laughs> microphone? Yeah, I was going to say you're handing out microphones. Oh, well, thanks, Brendan. <laughs> Only the best, too, thanks to uh, Audio Technica. Check them out at audiotechnica.com.au. All the best equipment in the audio sphere. But uh, rounding that back, Roland91, thank you for the great review. And thank you, everyone, that has taken the time to review us. It's over a bloody good review. Years. It is our lifeblood. And um, as Dream says, we want to have a couple more reviews in the back pocket leading up to the big 100th episode in a couple of weeks' time. One review is going to be big. One episode, one prayer. Mm-hmm. That's the tweet. Solid That's tweet. the message. 100%. But yeah, these reviews, these subscriptions, these ratings, these interactions, they keep the lights on in our emotional hearts. And uh, yeah, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to uh you know tune in every week or every week ish depending on when we get these episodes out apologies but we are tightening up that uh, release schedule again but uh we thank mm-hmm. you for sticking by us through this new period where there is a little bit of a training wheel sort of situation going on where we're trying to feel out doing this thing remotely and doing it the right way and all this other stuff that comes into it so thank you thank you thank you for uh yeah tuning in i'm always Thanks. curious Thanks. what days they prefer to be honest yeah. So mm. you know how everyone has their own schedule when it comes to listening to podcasts, and then like they prefer certain days of release because then they can feel their like their drive to work or whatever. So I'm always curious which one works. Yeah, put it to a vote. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let the listeners decide. That's it. But it's actually good that um, Roland here actually used the review system to actually let us know what he liked. Mm. It's a good way of getting the point across because Lord knows we don't know. Yeah. So please, more people, use the review system as getting said point across. Uh, preferably on iTunes if you can, but obviously we will not be upset if you check us out on any other podcast hosting platforms. And remember, we are on Spotify, mm-hmm. which is probably mm. the premier audio streaming device software brand in the world so check out the hungry gamers on there you know um you know follow our playlist or whatever you do subscribe to our playlist on there i can't remember the terminology for spotify but uh it gives a spin on there it's pretty cool to know that we're on there um amongst Mm. some other pretty big heavy hitters so thanks spotify and thanks listeners on spotify for making it happen big thumbs up nice so you pair of legends that's probably been an episode what do you guys want to say? Any closing statements? Any thoughts? Anything you want to leave our listeners with until uh, the 99th episode next week comes up? I'm really craving garlic bread right now. Ooh. Cheesy garlic bread from Domino's, please. Uh, oh. Shit. Now I want that. Rest in peace, Stephen Hawking. I don't know why that just came to my head. Yeah. But yeah, my goodness. Fuck. Cheesy garlic bread, Stephen Hawking. It works. Yeah. That really upset me. That actually, I didn't think I'd get hit by that, but that hit. So so far out of left field, wasn't it? Like, Mm. obviously, he defied the doctors in his life cycle Mm. for so long. Like, he had an amazing innings. Um, But yeah, it's still a tragedy. So, uh, yeah, condolences to to the the Hawking family. But, uh, you know, he's up there in space doing God knows what now, inventing and and coming up with a whole host of new theories. So, uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, I want to watch that new Mr. Rogers documentary movie thing that came out. There's a trailer. Um, Australians wouldn't know about him. I only only know about him from American people. You don't know what I know. (laughs) I don't don't (laughs) know. Don't tell me what I don't know. (laughs) You don't know me. (laughs) I I will say this is my final closing closing point here is Shandula was absolutely robbed in RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3 All-Stars. No way. Shandula's the bomb. No, fuck Shandula. She had three attempts and she fucked up all three attempts. Trixie was God. If she didn't win, it was going to be rigged. Nah, those... The fact that Kennedy Davenport got, like, the sympathy pity vote all the way through, like... Come on now. Get it right. I agree. Oh, well, next season. I agree. Season 10, isn't it? Uh, Yes, and it starts on Friday. Go Miss Cracker. Mm. All right, so that has been an episode. Uh, Listeners, thank you for sticking by. Uh, Much love to everyone in the 8-Bit Nation. Check out a whole swag of 8-Bit content via the hashtag 8BitCollective or over at 8Bit.net. You can find me at Brendan8Bit. You can find me at (laughs) Sorry, I was waiting for like a kind of a lead in there, but... I was, uh, yeah, I was playing chicken on that. Uh, you can find me at Salim TD. Until next week, where we're coming at you for a world first 99th episode. Much love. And stay hungry for garlic bread. Yes! You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry.